Welcome to this edition of Brightcast. Now in today's edition, I'm going to be joined by Ali, who's a learning and development specialist all the way over in Istanbul, Turkey. Now, through many of the different podcasts which I've put together, I've always spoken about the importance of transcultural leadership and getting different people's perspectives in order to understand the problem or to develop a learning program or to come up with a creative idea better. So what better way than to bring in someone from the other side of Europe, let's just say, uh, to talk about his suggestions and his thoughts on different areas of learning, development and bringing people together. I mean, throughout the conversation, you'll see there are many key links to different areas of different podcasts, which I've spoken about before, such as the importance of collective learning or co-learning, where people learn from each other and they're able to supply higher motivation and higher productivity within the organisation. Also, we touch upon the cultures of the business and why it's important to have the right leadership and the right culture forming. So enjoy the interview and see if you get a little bit more from someone else's perspective in this area. So I'm joined by Ali, who is a learning and development specialist based all the way over in Istanbul in Turkey. Uh, Good evening, Ali. How are you tonight? Good evening, Robert. I'm great. Thank you. Perfect. Um, Just before we go into our our conversation, just give uh, our listeners a little bit of an overview about what you're currently up to within learning and development. Okay. Um, I I have a... I currently work as an assistant general manager with Wall Street English language course in Turkey. Uh, I started as actually training manager. Uh, throughout the time, I became responsible with change management. This is pretty much actually also summarizes my approach. So uh, training and development and the, uh, learning should be hand in hand with business. So I have this opportunity to utilize it. At the same time, I'm actually also representative international training and consulting companies uh, working in different from leadership to sales, communication to health and safety. Uh, So that gives me opportunity to work with different uh, local and international companies. So I can say I have this multidimensional expertise in uh, learning and the area. Okay, perfect. Um, Okay, so I mean, obviously you've got a lot of experience there. Um, Why do you think it's important to have strong learning and development within an organization to, say, keep the team motivated? Well, uh, to give a short answer, I would say because knowing is not enough anymore. We have a kind of instinctive and conscious desire to get better. We all have. Instinctive, I say, because we all want to get better. We all want to feel good and we all know that asking for something better requires some efforts from your side as well. I say conscious because more and more we are realizing that knowing certain things, having a university degree, for example, having some previous valuable experience, etc., might get less important in a very short time due to continuous additional discoveries and also mass availability of the information. Knowing is not enough anymore. You need to make it enriched and you need to make it actionable. 
there you need involvement of people, people to learn with and people to develop with. I think this is also what you call co-learning, if I'm right from your previous uh, podcasts. Yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's very And most of us, yeah, sorry. You know, go on. Uh, most of us, in most of the cases, are not fully conscious about this need. We, uh, but we are at least getting more suspicious about it every day and looking for involvement of people, seeking occasions to learn, develop further. Uh, I I realize more and more people are talking about networking, getting experience, getting insights of different people. And what I'm suggesting that a strong learning and development is only possible with having right environment where people learn from each other through challenging each other and generating creativity through those challenges and enjoying results. Feeling of achievement, feeling of accomplishment, feeling of belonging are all very crucial to be motivated, back to the question, and all are only possible in suitable environment, an environment with strong learning and development culture. <clears throat> Another perspective I would answer the question is a different one. Uh, what happens when people do not learn new things and do not develop themselves? They start to be repetitive on their jobs, they start repeating the same things, they fall into the trap of the routine. After a while, even the brain adapts and starts to fail in creative thinking. This situation is actually called Einstellung effect, which basically means even if there is a better way of doing, you keep acting and approaching in the same old-fashioned way. I believe the definition of Einstellung effect made my point already. Let me finish by asking a question. Does anybody can feel motivated in the state of the stable mind? And can a team composed of such stagnant-minded individuals be motivated? I believe not. Business kills humanity, yet without humanity, business dies, cannot be sustained and developed. This is why I kept my answer on humanistic side. From business perspective, the first thing to mention would be competition power of the organization, for example. The more competition is getting extreme, the more you need creativity. I believe for an organization becoming more and more creative every day is simply not possible if its people are not finding the right environment to learn, to develop, and to nurture collective creativity. Yeah, that's great. I mean, wow, yeah. The, the I, I mean, I love the collective creativity side of it. Yeah. And absolutely... And I like the way that, yeah, you answered that in that hum humanistic way. There were some quite good points there, which I, I totally agree with uh, from what I've done on my other podcasts. But yeah, there's that whole collective creativity that we, we need to look into more. And right. that sort right. of leads me into our, our uh, second question that I was going to ask you this evening, um, which is why is it important to ensure that the learning needs for both the person and the business are thought about uh, in the development of the planning. Right. Uh, when we talk about planning, uh, obviously we want to get uh, some success in the business. And uh, my experience actually, both as an actually running from that side, also as the organizer of learning and development programs, mm -hmm. uh, one thing always was very clear to me. Uh, to, to, to have something actually happening, you need to change behaviors of people. Mm -hmm. 
positive direction, of course. And that, actually, that change is only possible if people know what and how to do and if people are also motivated. And uh, this is, we, need, we need people getting into action, sincerely getting into action, and so that this action can also change business. And this is actually uh, linked with, uh, with the question, where do people spend their energy throughout uh, the planned actions? I mean, if people are not convinced, if people are not supported, and people are not continuously developing themselves and learning from each other and learning from, from the leadership, let's say, and the, the energy, I believe, is spent on things like uh, now, continue, I would say, continuous assessing. Shall I do this or not? Yeah. Or shall I resist or support? Shall I look supporting or what? To be happy or not? Uh, many questions. So you spend your energy throughout the days uh, on such questions. The, the, the positive alternative would be like uh, to spend the energy in a living, energizing, co-working teams. So I support each other, I learn, and uh, this, this way this is, I spend my full energy, which at the end, of course, will uh, make the plan working for the business as well. I love that. There's so many organizations which fail to consider both the person and the business, I think. I, I've seen right. that a lot in my right. own career um, right. and it's interesting i think they tend to think it's one or the other but not both and definitely no. i know when i'm planning it's important to look at those two different areas i mean right. From, um, right. sorry go on right at the end i mean it's a business is not a living something i mean people makes business a living organism so mm. uh, you need people believing and actually uh, give it life to the business and to the plan definitely definitely um i mean going on from that um i was going to ask you from your own experience uh how can the right learning and development program benefit the organizational culture right um let me ask a question as an answer yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do do we like a stagnated culture in the organization and uh, especially in this very dynamic world obviously no. we want a dynamic culture right uh, dynamic world requiring a dynamic culture a living culture i would say living continuously living mm -hmm. that requires actually dynamic people and this dynamism possible uh, I believe through learning and development programs, which of course uh, needs to be correctly designed, and I would say dynamically run. It's the design enough uh, anymore. And uh, learning and development, uh, learn and uh, developing people uh, will will start to play with boundaries of the culture. Uh, this is actually. Uh, from a book I'm currently reading called Finite and Infinite Games. Uh, so, so infinite, uh, so infinite players play with the boundaries. So you, you extend the culture, you enrich the culture, mm -hmm. and you eliminate uh, the risk of toxic environment because your culture is living; it is not stable. Uh, 
uh, anything payable would, would start getting stagnated, even cut throat on the way, etc. And it's, it's uh, learning and development uh, keeps the culture alive and continuously growing. And uh, I I believe also uh, learning through learning and development, uh, the company will have the chance uh, to 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 gain more of capable of the whole people in organization. So it's it's it it uh, the the culture. Uh, let's say people are adding to the company, but also the, this dynamic living culture adding uh, to the company as well as an additional value. If I could uh, answer uh, precisely, mm. the the dynamic culture is is interesting, um, and yeah, I, I love those cultures. I think you were kind of mentioning where people learn from each other and. They develop new skills. I think it's a great thing for the organization to have uh, 100%. And yeah, quite rightly, I totally agree. That yeah. whole dynamic yeah. culture. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's like uh, I, the, the point, the culture should be live and uh, people should be live as well. And live is, uh, I mean, this is, I'm getting more and more convinced uh, if anybody is not learning, uh, they, they are not live. It is like also this. Uh, if you like cooking, about sourdough bread, for example, the yeast, the sourdough yeast, is a living thing. Yeah. So yeah. It, it should it should continue living throughout the time, and you you should continuously feed it. This is like a human nature. I mean, we, we the only way we feed ourselves is through learning, and yeah. that's also. Uh, at the end benefits uh, the culture of the organization perfect i love the way you explain that and <laughs> um, i mean going off then <laughs> from yeah going from organizational culture and planning obviously quite an important part of learning and development is the workshop um, i mean to you how would you build and develop an effective workshop good uh, this is this is very important and this is a very good question and this is this sounds also very easy uh, I believe it's easy but usually confused the answer is start with the end result uh, it's, it's one sentence what do you want to achieve at the end of the workshop I mean this it is that simple and usually it, uh, with that simplicity it's forgotten what do you want to achieve uh, is it a workshop about how to make our call center better? This is uh, this is a nice the topic uh, to have a workshop, uh, but without the question, okay, what do we want to achieve at the end of workshop? So that's 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 the main question at the end of workshop, and uh, I believe also uh, we should add uh, that that end result should be able to be visualized by people. What a we want to do and uh, the other thing uh, it is maybe similar as running a training session maybe uh, or any meeting uh, engagement how do we achieve engagement of people that actually of course can be divided uh, engagement before the workshop during the workshop and after the workshop 
right? Because we we, we have an, a purpose in mind uh, for uh, after workshop. So we we do workshop, and then there is there are things to to continue doing. So uh, wh- this is why also important uh, what we do after. So the link uh, between uh, uh, the the purpose of the workshop and participants must be very clear, crystal clear to everyone. This is the only way uh, to get their involvement during workshop. This is the only way uh, to create it collectively. Let's go back to the previous discussions, for example. So to summarize, start with the end result and ask the question, what do you want to achieve at the end of workshop and at the end of the purpose? And uh, how do we create engagement before, during, and after the workshop? And what is the link uh, between purpose of the workshop and participants? These are the questions to uh, ask before organizing a workshop. Great, yeah, 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 definitely with the purpose and having those objectives. Um, it's interesting because <laughs> I've always been running so many different workshops. It's always nice to hear a different person's views on it and and how they do it themselves, which is great. Thank you very much for that. So, thank, fa- you. Uh, yeah, thank, you. thank you for taking part in this interview this evening. Um, this will thank you, Robert, not... for the opportunity as well. You're welcome. Hopefully it won't be the, the last time uh, that we'll get to speak to you. So thank I'm you looking forward to it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So that's it from this week's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this edition and be sure to stay tuned for another edition of Brightcast coming soon. Don't forget you can check me out at Bobby Mitten on Twitter or robertmitten.com or you can find us on the BrightThink website. That's B-R-I-T-E-Think.co. Until then, happy learning, happy development.